Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Leah and I are moms in West Virginia, helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Em and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. Welcome back to the We Have Hope podcast. We are officially starting season two and I don't know about you, but where did this summer go? How on earth are we already talking about a season two of this show? I am just really excited. This is Kim, by the way. I unfortunately don't have my partner in crime, Leah. She had some sweet, sweet babies, and I am just so happy for her, and they look adorable. And when she's ready, she's going to share them with the Love Your School Uh, league and the family here. So um, I don't have her to kind of kick off the season two, but she will be back and you will hear her throughout season two. We recorded several episodes over the summer. So we spent our summer resting and researching and trying to find you the best people that we could possibly speak with. And I am really looking forward to having you all listen to who we got to interview because every time we do an interview, I get so excited. I get pumped up. I am ready to take on the world. I love all these innovative ideas that people have and the way that they take education and the way that they see education, not just here in West Virginia, but also nationally is such, it's just such an inspiration. It's why we do this work. And it's what makes us so excited. So coming in to season two, who can you expect? Well, some amazing people. First of all, that we have um, one of our vendors in the Hope Scholarship Portal, Home Science Tools. He sat, sat down with us, Scott, and talked to us all about the different products that they have to offer, the vision behind Home Science Tools, how long they've been around, why they're around, all that kind of stuff. That's really exciting. There's going to be maybe even a giveaway when that episode premieres. We also spoke to the former executive director of the SSAC. What is sports eligibility? Why does the SSAC exist in West Virginia? We answered all of those questions for you. We asked all of those questions for you because I had so many and Bernie was so nice to take the time to answer them just days before he retired, y'all. Like, I couldn't believe this is how passionate people are here um, that they're willing to like still talk to you days before they retire. Um, and he made the time to do that. And I, we were just so grateful. We spoke to Meredith from Vela fund and she explained her vision behind the organization that she runs and how long she's been running it and how she can help other new education innovators kind of get their idea up and running and off the ground. And so that's really exciting. We spoke to Virginia Walden Fort, y'all. If you have not seen her movie, you need to go see it. It is very good. I watched it on, I think on like Tubi or something, something that didn't, um, it didn't cost me any money. I did have to deal with commercials and stuff, but it was such an inspiring story of how she led the school choice movement in Washington, D.C. She was the face of the movement. She really saw it as a need and as a service, and she's still serving in the the school choice world. And she she's an author, 
And she took the time to sit and talk with us. And it was such a good interview. We split it into two different episodes. So I'm excited to listen to these episodes back. We have spoken to somebody who does portfolio reviews. Kristen, she was one of the people that we spoke to as well. And she really discussed, we also ended up talking about foster care and how we can support all children in West Virginia. And so, you know, as you guys know, Lee and I have a history of working in foster care. And so that really spoke to us as well. We spoke to Dr. Russell, who she talked to us about her coaching system that she uses to help students, uh, students who are diagnosed with ADHD or are diagnosed with autism or anxiety and how she works with executive functioning skills. We talk about what executive functioning skills are. So don't miss that because it is really inspiring. A couple of my favorite episodes we have coming up are the conversations that I had with fellow moms. Y'all, you guys know that Lee and I are moms first, right? It doesn't matter what letters are behind our, or, you know, next to our name, or it doesn't matter, you know, how long we've been in this world. What matters is that we're moms first and we get it. We can sit across the table from you, whether in person or online, and we can hold your hand if you, if you like that, you know, you don't have to like that, um, but we can look you in the eyes and say, hey, I get it. I get it. I'm here for you. I'm willing to connect with you. I'm willing to help you fight for whatever you need for your child but I'm here and I get it. And there is something so powerful about connecting with another parent, another mom who really does understand and really does get it. I have three children. Leah now has six children because she had two sweet babies. And so she gets it. And we know that our number one goal is for our kids to live a better life than we ever could have dreamed of. That I want my kids to go above and beyond anything that I've ever done for them. You know, I spoke a little bit in season one about some of the generational curses that I had to overcome and and the things that Leah had to overcome as well. And so we desperately want our children to have opportunities that we never had. And so we know that you want that too. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And so we want to help you do that. So we talked to Melissa She is with City on a Hill Christian Academy. And what was so beautiful about that conversation is that we started because she created this really amazing school in Fairmont. And they they just launched a second location within like the last, like, it's incredible what she's done. And it's definitely worth listening to her story. But also we ended up talking about parenthood right? What happens next? What happens after those formative schooling years? And, you know, how, how, what we're doing now and the decisions and the choices we're making now matters in five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like we are building this foundational steps and, and this, we're building this foundation for our kids. And what does that foundation look like? And why does it matter? So I really loved our conversation that we had with Melissa I also spoke with Esty. Um, she is a mom. She uh, was a public school teacher. She has homeschooled. She's worked in a private school. She is familiar with the Montessori method. She's also familiar with like Charlotte Mason. And we really dove deep into being an intentional parent and how you it is important to make the right choice for your child every year. And you can take some of that pressure off because you're going to figure it out. 
you know, you're going to figure it out, parents. You're going to do what's best for your child. And you have an army of people behind you willing to do that. And then the other one was uh, Mariah Burnley. She runs an early child care center, and she really has a passion for this in our area. So I live in the Ohio Valley in the northern panhandle. And childcare is not something that is readily available to many parents. And so if you have two working parents, it can be really difficult to find a safe and secure childcare center for your child to go to, um, that you're not just dropping them off and hoping for the best. And her vision is really about early intervention and why like kids very small can do big things. Um, and actually her conversation even ties in a little bit to my conversation with Esty of how we kind of underestimate kids and what they're capable of. And we just think, oh, they're only two or they're only three, but really that's when their brains are like rapidly expanding. And so we need to, um, you know, we can educate them at that age. Like we can teach them things. We can teach them about life, all that kind of stuff. So it was just, it's been such a fun summer. My family and I, we have been traveling, you know, just little places here and there that we get to do. And our summer went by in a blur as it always does. But these conversations kind of kept it kind of kept us grounded. I would say Lee and I both that this is why we do the work that we do. This is this is what drives us is the people in West Virginia, the the parents, the the conversations that I have had with with families of I don't know what I can do, but something's not right and I need to fix it. And having conversations with parents and saying that like seeing them realize that yes, as a parent, you have all of these rights. You can ask for that paperwork. You can check grades. You can go in and ask questions. You can absolutely make those phone calls. You know, all of this is well within your rights to do that. And I think what we really try to do at Love Your School is to inspire parents to do their very best, that we really want to encourage you and empower you and cheer you on from the sidelines as you are advocating for your child. Because ultimately, nobody knows your child better than you. You just don't. I have three children that I know really well. And actually, fun fact, we took in a foreign exchange student this school year. So that's been pretty exciting. But here's the reality of it, right? I know my three children. I know what their strengths are. I know what their weaknesses are. I am advocating for their needs. And we have made some school choices. My children were enrolled in a private school and we made the decision to put them in public school. I feel like that's important to share because if we're talking and promoting and encouraging school choice, I want you to know that I'm right there in it with you. That we, my husband and I had to make that difficult choice of what do we want to do? And we made it for a variety of reasons, but ultimately it came down to what is the best for our family? What is the best for our family dynamic and for our children, for each one of them individually? And we went through them. And we went through my fifth grader, my fourth grader, and my second grader. What are the best options for each one of them? What is the best educational setting for them and why? And, and we weren't afraid to ask the questions and to reach out to the teachers and the principals because y'all, they're in three different schools because that's how my county operates. And so that is overwhelming and a little scary, but I will say a couple weeks into the school year, my kids are rocking it. This was absolutely the right choice for this year. And we talk about if they're here, there next year, or if they're there in a couple of years, this is what it could look like, but we really do take it year by year. And that is what we want to convey to parents too, is that whatever decision you've made for this year is just for this year. 
And it's okay if you change your mind. You know, it's okay if you decide that in six months from now, this isn't really working and you want to do something else. You have that freedom to do that, which I think is um, incredibly inspiring. And I know it's difficult to make those choices um, and to say, hey, this current setting isn't working. I need to switch and do something else. And there's a lot of conflicting emotions that go along with that. And I just want to say, I hear you. And I've been there. And I'm willing to hold your hand, figuratively or literally. And I'm willing to sit with you. And I'm willing to have coffee with you. And I'm willing to talk to you on the phone or text you or any of those kind of things. And Leah is too. And we can talk you through that process of things that would be helpful to say or questions to ask. Because I think a lot of times I've been in the room for a meeting to advocate for a student. And I haven't always known what questions to ask, right? Has that ever happened to you where you're just like sitting there and you're like, um, I feel like something's not quite right, but like, I don't even know what to say. Or like, like you just don't, you didn't even know that it was a question you needed to ask. Right. And so that's something that Leah and I can help you do. Absolutely. Because you as the parent know your child best. That was the point that I was getting to about my foreign exchange student. She has been here for several weeks now and, um, she is an incredible kid. Um, she's a junior in high school and, um, but I don't know her as well as I know my other kids. Right. So as I get to know her, I can start to advocate for her to be helpful and to, you know, make connections with her teachers and all that kind of stuff. But until I know her, it makes it hard to advocate for her. And really, um, something we teach our kids to do too. And what we're teaching her as well is that it's important to advocate for yourself that you absolutely are well within your rights to just ask questions, and to seek out a community of people. What we found to be true, that with all these different types of of people that we've talked to, from private schools, different types of private schools, as well as um, different homeschooling communities or different even providers, right, in the Hope Scholarship Portal, or different parents, that if, you know, that, that phrase, like, if you build it, they will come. If you are thinking, gee, I would love to have this type of educational setting in my community, I can almost guarantee there's somebody else feeling something similar, but they kind of don't know where to go. And so really kind of connecting to other people, being willing to put yourself out there is a big part of what we do at Love Your School, because we are here to help you parents. We are here to help to inspire you, to empower you, to show you and encourage you that you are capable of advocating for your own child. Absolutely. We can help you locate the right information. We can help you verify like, yes, this is the correct person to talk to. Yes, these are the proper steps. Absolutely. We can help you draft emails. We can help practice phone conversations if you like to do that kind of stuff. You know, I'm a counselor by degree and by experience. And so role playing is helpful in that of how do you have those conversations, right? Because it can feel awkward and uncomfortable. We are absolutely here to, to practice that with you. But you as a parent are going to make the biggest difference. You absolutely are. We want to encourage encourage you. We want to show you that it is possible and that you can do it. Um, I don't want to take that from you. My philosophy as a parent, my philosophy as a counselor is that I never want to do something for you that you are capable of doing for yourself. Even if I know it's scary or uncomfortable or awkward or all those things, right? I would never want to do it for you when I know you could 
it, it always comes better from yourself, right? It always comes better when you can do it um, yourself. So we are here to be your number one cheerleader. We are here to help make connections and build those bridges that if you have an idea and you you call us about something, then we can absolutely um, connect you to somebody else. We do not have all the answers. I'm not going to pretend like we do. Nobody does. Absolutely nobody does. However, we are relentless and we will figure it out. Everything is figure outable. Absolutely everything. And we really want to link arms with you parents and partner together and help make those links and those connections. And educators, I need to speak to the educators here just for a second because you have my heart. My husband is an educator. He has been for 16 years and I also work in education. I have a master's of education degree as well. I have always loved education because for me, it was the catalyst that changed my entire life. And I know how important it is to to have this background. You know, Gabby said it in season one, that your education is something no one can ever take from you. And I think that that rings true. And I also believe that there are a lot of educators out there that are discouraged and they feel frustrated. And there's a lot of things that can be placed on teachers that are just simply unfair and or on administrators even. And we have seen a lot of really cool things where they were former brick and mortar teachers, right? Where they showed up to a building every day and they, you know, performed their job for seven, eight hours, right? And then went home and probably continued doing work and all that kind of stuff. And then they decided, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to start a micro school, I'm going to start my own tutoring company. I'm going to start a homeschool co-op. I'm going to I'm going to work part-time and do education consulting. I'm going to do something else. And I think that that is incredible. And so we are here to help make those connections and to help uh, build those bridges because West Virginia is just a giant small town, y'all. It's just a giant small town. Somebody knows somebody that knows you. Like that's six degrees of separation. It's got to be like two or three degrees here in West Virginia. And I love that part of it so much. So welcome to season two of the We Have Hope podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Let us know what you think of the episodes as they come up. And we want you to know that we are always here to support you, to champion you, to empower you, to gently push you out of your comfort zone, because that's where the magic happens. And to show you that when you advocate for your own child and, and you really um, go above and beyond for them, it is always worth it. And we are always here to, to help you with that. You can find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at love your school, West Virginia. We are on Twitter at heart, my school, West Virginia. And I'm also on threads. Y'all have you been on threads? It is interesting to me. So that is also love your school, West Virginia. So find us there, shoot us a DM, you know, send us a, a, a text, you know, our phone numbers are posted. We also have our love your website and then go click under West Virginia. And that's where you can listen to all of season one. Um, that were there and then future episodes of season two. So like I said, season two is packed jam full of information right out the gate. And I am very pumped for everybody to listen to it. I'm excited about it. It is 
honestly, like what has me recording like on vacation, right? Like I recorded some of these episodes like on vacation because it was that important to me. Um, to get this information to you as the listeners. And if you are the, you know, well-wishers or prayer type or whatever is your jam, um, send those to our girl Leah and her sweet babies and her family as they adjust to go from four kiddos to six kiddos. And so we are just so excited for her. But yeah, enjoy your day. Thank you so much for listening to the We Have Hope podcast. Yeah, you can find us at Facebook of Love Your School WV or Instagram, Love Your School WV. You can message us anytime or you can check out our website, loveyourschool.org.